Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churning Spoon Ice Cream. Guys, I hate to tell you, the holidays are here. I mean, it's done. We're four days from Christmas. So if you ain't got it yet, you probably ain't got it. But good news, if you live here in Starkville, if you're in the area, it's a short drive to Starkville or Tupelo. And if you got a coffee lover in your life, you can still pick them up some great gifts from Strange Brew Coffee House. And of course, you know, if you just need to get your day going the right way, if you're just tired and beat up from holiday shopping, maybe start your day with some Strange Brew Coffee. Two locations here in Starkville, one in Tupelo. You can always shop online at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Speaking of that, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area for College Corner. If you got to buy some last-minute maroon and white merchandise, that's the place to go. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Maybe they got got one of those things where if you pay a little extra, the shipping, they can get it there. I don't know the answer to that. I'm just telling you right now, they've still got gifts available, and if you need to get something for the Bulldogs in your life, College Corner is the place to go. They're on holiday break at Humble Taco, but when they come back, that's the place to grab Mexican fare with Mississippi Roots. Start the new year with new Mexican. Don't don't do the same old thing. Don't the number 45 beans, rice. Don't do it. Get something new, something different, something you haven't had before. And the only place you can do that for when it comes to Mexican food in Starkville is at Humble Taco. I don't know if you got a last minute plan for a, for a party, but if you do, don't show up empty-handed. Show up with a party platter from our friends at Firehouse Subs. They've got locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo. Madison and Flowood, and they have got great platters they can put together for your Christmas party. And if you're just looking to pick up lunch, I can't make it any easier than downloading the Firehouse Subs app, placing your order there, in, out, and done, and you're going to pile up reward points. You'll be eating free sandwiches before you know it. Good stuff from our friends at Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk, welcome back. I'm never letting you do a show by yourself again. <laughs> You can't just have a free I, mic to just, to I just cut a promo. That controversial. You can't just cut a promo without someone here to kind of. Ladies hold a and stop gentlemen, my name is Brian Haydad. It was it was pretty. Uh, it was not well received. Well, it, it was by some people. It's I, not I like it was a. It's not like you just completely, you know, ticked everybody off. But there were some points I, that I wanted to make, and I was not allowed to make those points. You know what? I'll give you carte blanche for three minutes. Okay, the the only thing that I will say about all of the rant that you went on is that I think it's too early to make all of those points. Okay. I, I don't think that you're wrong, Okay, is what I'm saying. I, I don't think that what you said that could happen... Mm-hmm 
won't happen if things work out the way that they could work out. Right. I just don't think that, for me, a whole lot has not changed for Mississippi State in the non-conference than what I thought it could be preseason. I thought that there could be some bumpy games here and there for Mississippi State in the Mm non-conference. I just, I, I feel like we're jumping off the ship here a little too early. That's I fair. think I think that there's a chance that this team can be pretty good as time goes on. I I just feel like you know they got to get healthy, they got to play some games together, and they haven't been able to play a lot of games together. I'm not taking up for Ben Howland by any means. I, I think there's a, a lot to be desired there, and um, a lot needs to change for him to continue to coach Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like you were just a little too angry, and and, and after. After they got what I thought was a solid win against a a, a good Furman team, I don't agree that that was a solid win. Well, that's because you don't you didn't know anything about Furman. You just saw no, no. Furman and no, no. you thought that automatically that, Mississippi State I should beat Furman them by thirty is, points. Is a decent team in their conference they have a chance to. <clears throat> they're win a that decent. Conference. They're not a decent team in their conference. They're a good team. But a game where you go on an eighteen zero run and you lead by as much as State did, and then you fall behind, that's not an impressive win to me. Well, here's why I think that you should be happy with the outcome of the ball game, besides okay. the fact that they just won. Mm-hmm. They did give up that big lead, but they found a way to win. Okay. How many times have we talked? About, have wrong. we come in here and talked about the fact that you're not wrong? They can't win those close ball games. Not, I just I, I think that you just uh, I, I think that you're overlooking the fact that the team didn't have Tolu Smith. They didn't have Rocket Watts. They're still not healthy by any means, mm-hmm. and they're kind of. You know, just kind of in a state of flux here from a roster standpoint mm-hmm. and, and from a role standpoint. I, I don't so disagree I, with anything you're saying. I just haven't been impressed. <clears throat> well, I know I'm even, not impressed. Even, even in their wins, I haven't been impressed. Well, I'm not impressed. Well, that's my point. But that I, I don't see this team. I, I just don't have a lot of faith that they're going to figure it out. Well, I mean, there there is a lot for Ben Allen to prove. I just I feel like people are already starting the hot boards up, and mm-hmm. there's still an SEC schedule gotta, gotta to play. Got to let the, let the season play out. I, you know, if we've learned, we've sort of learned that from football. I would think. I just thought you were very angry. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't feel angry. I felt like mm-hmm. I was being, you know, that's a normal day for you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just not a nice person. Today we're going to be nice, though. <clears throat> and you came back from your mother's house. And I'm 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 assured that you had really good food. My mother so you should have not had railed on Howland the whole time. No, she, she was just like, that guy's never going to win, Brian. No, she was showing you baby pictures of your massive head. My massive heed. It's like an arm on top of a toothpick. Was that a... Okay, so was that an optical illusion, just the way, the way you held had, the phone? Or did you just have that big of a I head? Had a, I, I do have a big head. Yeah, but you've grown into your head. Your tweet was really funny, by the way. Back then, you, you got a little tiny body and you have... Mm-hmm. This giant marble. I had a lot of head. hair. I used to have a lot of hair. I, that that wasn't hair. That was skull. It wasn't all skull. It was there. there there's a good bit of hair in there too. I, I needed a haircut in that. Picture. But you know what they say about big heads? Big brain. <laughs> they wear big hats. No. Okay. Well, you're a smart guy. If you say so, I'll take your word for that. All right. We were naughty yesterday. Today we're going to be nice. Today I wasn't gonna... naughty. You weren't here. I went to I went to take my child to see Christmas lights. All right, that's actually a really good thing. Yes, so be it. Anyway, today Robbie and I are going to play Santa Claus. We're going and with some. I think we've done this a few times in the past. We're just going to talk about MSU and all of its programs and some of its some of its you know famous alums and what could Santa bring these people? What does 
What needs to be on the Christmas wish list across the maroon and white nation? I'm, I'm excited. Get to put on the Santa hat. Reach into the sleigh and figure it out. Are you are you want, are you want you me like, to? You like you want to say something? Well, I feel like you. I feel like you got to kind of preface this. I mean, are we gonna? Do we just start throwing out things randomly? Or well, do let's we start. Just, let's just pick some. Let's start off with uh, with the top the top guy, John Cohen. Okay. If we could reach into our bag and pull out a gift for John Cohen, it feels like the easy answer is about a hundred million dollars. That's probably it. But if we could, we had to give him something specific. What would we give John Cohen? Um. You know, if if you end up having two coaching changes at men's and women's basketball, you're giving him a really good coach mm-hmm. on uh, on each side of the coin there, because that's kind of where the attention is is going to turn in the off season if Ben Hallen isn't able to do um, what he needs to do, I guess, to move forward. You're going to have to make two coaching hires mm-hmm. in basketball, so it would be. Obviously, two really good coaches, mm-hmm. and that's probably going to be a lot of money spent. So here you too. are. You're already saying Howland's going to be out. You, no, I'm not. You asked me, what am I giving John Cohen? And if that does happen, then he needs to make a good hire on both of those uh, jobs. I don't think it, – it would not be very good at all for the program to have another – poor hire in women's basketball no they've got to get that hire right so that that hire needs to be nailed and i don't know i haven't heard that um they're going to go in the direction of a sitting power five head coach somebody that's you know top of the line i I don't know if they're going to i don't think they're going to go out there and spend three million dollars to go try to get a coach right um but i think you can go get a really good mid-major group of five somebody like that uh head coach to take this job, and that's nothing that anybody should be upset about. There's been some really good mid-major coaches come from mm-hmm. those schools no and doubt. go to the SEC. Same thing for the men. Yeah, that's where I'm going for the men. I'm, I'm looking I, for the next Nate you're not, Oates. You're not likely to find a Power Five coach willing <laughs> to come to Mississippi State. No, but there's plenty of mid-major coaches you would think that would find this job attractive. I mean, you went the direction of uh, a veteran coach mm-hmm. that's been there. He was out of the job for for a couple of years, but mm-hmm. you went that direction. He he really stabilized Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. This next time around, I feel like you need to go get a young, energetic coach, up and coming guy that's going to fire up the fan base. And I hate to even talk about this because Ben Howland's still a sitting head coach, but for the interest of this show, mm-hmm. you might as well. I, you know what you don't want to do is go get the third assistant on a non tournament team. Don't do that. Well, Mississippi State's never done that, have wait, they? Oh, wait, what? All right. The real answer, though, for John Cohen is, here's $100 million, do what you got to do. Yes. You know, that's what he would want. Go get an indoor practice facility. Mm-hmm. Go add on to the south end zone, whatever. Mm-hmm. Add to the recruiting staff for, for yes. football, things of that Spend nature. all – I mean, most of that money I'm spending on football. Yeah. We're going to get competitive in the SEC. There you go. So then let's take it over to Mike Leach. What what you know, Mike Leach sitting sitting in front of the Christmas tree down there in Key West. You know what 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 does he want under his tree? A uh, boat. <laughs> You're right. Probably correct in that. But let's talk about it in terms of Mississippi State. Oh, is, is it a is it a star left tackle out of the transfer portal or a kicker? It could be. Yeah, 
um, yeah, I've, it's probably going to be a, the you know the best kicker they can get mm-hmm. because uh, he he's he's not exactly thrilled with his with his kickers at this point. Yeah, you know, so it's probably going to be a kicker. It's going to be somebody out of the transfer portal, kicker, tackle, somebody that can come in right away and and shore up a couple of holes for Mississippi State, and that's kind of all you have left on offense to kind of. You feel good about really good about what you have. I think you feel. I feel you feel good putting whoever at right tackle. If you have a problem at right tackle, you can figure it out, and I feel like you can figure it out at guard. Mm -hmm. But left tackle is a big, big hole for Mississippi State moving forward that they have to fill, Mm -hmm. and you got to fill it with a guy that's going to come in and compete right away. Because I don't think anybody feels great about the options that you currently have on campus. Um. So I, you know. It, nobody's asking them to get another Charles Cross. That's a generational type player. Mississippi State hasn't had one of those players. Where you know, I, I talked to Will Rogers about this the other day. How does it feel knowing for a fact you're probably not going to get any pressure from the left side mm-hmm. every time you snap the ball? Yeah, unless you stand back there for eight seconds. Right. And he knows for a fact when he snaps the ball, his left side's his protected. blind side is good. And that's quite rare. That doesn't happen very often anywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's just going to be. Uh, it's probably going to be a, a portal tackle or a kicker for Michael Leach. So then the guy who's leaving there, Charles Cross. What would we give him? We're we, we're going to send him to the best possible destination for him. Where should he go? I can only say the best possible destination is the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. I mean, I, that's the only thing that comes enough. to mind. That's that's the only thing that comes to mind for me. No, I mean, he, you want to go to a place that is uh, – it's going to be tough because he's going to be picked relatively early, but mm-hmm. you want to go to a good franchise that you feel like can be stable mm-hmm. moving forward, maybe has some young talent that's that's up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to be stuck with the daggum Jets. So looking, looking at the draft order, you know, obviously Jacksonville will probably be the <clears> best choice because you've got a franchise quarterback, young guy. But they're gonna pick him first. He's not. They're not taking. And they're so they're they're just not stable. I mean, that's you've got to think Jacksonville's gonna trade down, right? To try to go get a, I mean, I, well, a tackle, or you a, know, I say that though. Never mind because there's not a quarterback who's worthy of one one. No, so nobody's gonna trade up for that. There's nobody that that I mean, it wasn't a good year for Trevor Lawrence, but he's just a rookie, and they don't really have a ton of pieces around. I think him. I think Cross wants to find himself in the ten to fifteen range. If he can go to like the Dolphins, they're kind of they're kind of starting to to the Dolphins, make some noise a little bit. Dolphins, what are they going to be top 21st. five? First, oh, they're they're picking later. Well, the, the Dolphins, their actual choice right now would be fourteen, but they traded that to get Devonte uh, part of the Devonte Smith deal. Okay, so he won't he won't last to that. I mean, New Orleans is at nineteen. Devonte Smith, why? Did, what were they involved with Devonte Smith? Or is it Jalen Waddle? Who who Jalen Waddle? Yeah, they traded up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Devontae Smith with, went to the Jets. They traded up with the Eagles. No, Devontae no. Smith went to the Eagles. Right. They traded up with the Eagles. Yeah. So, like right now, actually, the Jets Where, have two of the top eight picks, and the Giants have two of the top six picks. Where's a place that he's kind of come up? He's been around somewhere around seven, hadn't he? That would be Carolina. That wouldn't be a terrible place. They need a quarterback. Yeah. But you know, they're kind of the same way. They're kind of just. There's a lot of instability there. They had a couple of good years. But Washington at 12? 
Washington would be solid. That'd be a good They've, So they got some options there. You know, Washington has had it feels like a lot of good uh, draft picks. Being as how he's not going to be on the top five pick, he's going to miss Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, then the Jets. He's yeah, my Christmas present for him is get away four. from Detroit, Jacksonville, and the Jets. And Houston, too. And Houston. Yeah. If you can you get, get away from those. The Giants feel like they could, they could turn it around quicker. Yeah. So. Well... I don't. Tr- you know the Giants are so weird. They've won two Super Bowls in like the last fifteen years. But then but they, the, they've, but they've sucked. All the other years they're just terrible. So, what does Will Rogers get for Christmas? What is what is Santa going to bring him? About ten more yards worth of throwing power. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Um, maybe his is a is a left tackle. You know, because he's like I mentioned. I mean, he's had so much protection from that left side. He's not the most mobile guy, and he needs that time back there to make his passes. You need to give him as much as you possibly can. He needs some protection on that left side. I feel like his right side is going to be a stronger point this next year than the left. You know, this year was the exact opposite, but I feel like next year you feel a lot better about that right side, especially Cole Smith came along. This year, you feel like Percy Lewis is probably going to be on that right side, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess he could play left, too, but um, the ideal thing is go find a true left tackle, let Percy be on the right side, and y- y- you can kind of shore up some things. But offensive line, sealing up the offensive line would probably be my gift to him. Right. And he got he went in a good direction with LaQuinston Sharp coming back. That's a, that's a good point. What about Zach Arnett? What are we going to give him for Christmas? Maybe, maybe something positive, a little, a little hope. Yeah, you know. a little, uh, a little secondary help. Well, he got that with DeCarlos Nicholson. Yeah, they need more. So there, there's, there's, there's not a deep unit like Marcus Banks, but that's probably not going to happen. But yeah, I mean Marcus Banks so get a, get a, some safety help a, back there that can cover couple couple of defensive backs out of the portal for Zach Arnett. Yeah. All right, I like that. And, and something that'll make him happy. Yeah. For God's sakes, just let's let, take a load off for a few days, Zach. Yeah. Be happy about something. Well, I gotta be some- honest. My Christmas presents weren't up to par. You know, I was thinking about getting some new. I thought, you know, I was gonna get some new golf clubs, some new sticks. Nope, didn't get any of that. Didn't get anything for the uh, for the grill for the outdoor area. My wife, my wife put tooth a toothbrush and toothpaste yeah. and an apple in my in my. Uh, you know, she was like, yeah, you know. Uh, I got socks. I didn't really need socks. <laughs> I can get all the socks I want, you know, from from Adidas. Uh, but I got more socks. Uh, one of my in laws got me a Nike pullover. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? You know, it's not it's not any good for me. I can't wear it. Um, so all in all, just pretty disappointing. Uh, you know, we have a standard around here. I, you know, I look at the gifts I gave out. I got my wife a you know brand new some some jewelry. I got, I got her some of the the Bath and Body Works stuff that she loves. Uh, and I got socks, so you, you see where I'm coming from on that. You know, it's just not the, the standard we're going to expect from us. Yeah, is there? We got to make him happy. Yeah, something's got a smile on that man's face. Something. I want to know something. I just I want to have a conversation with him and let's find out what makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, would we'll it be just not do. sucking? Is that <laughs> that would probably be a good start? What is uh? What are we going to get Ben Hallen? Just it's just pretty easy, right? It's an invitation to the dance. Yes, that's all that man needs. That's all he wants. And health for the for these players. players. Well, I think those go hand in hand. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the deal. Mississippi State gets healthy; they play a lot of games together, and I think that they're going to be pretty good. But right now, there's just I don't know everybody's role. I mean, Iverson Molinar is being asked to be the point guard, and 
you had you had Rocket Watts that was starting to come on a little bit, but now he's in and out of the lineup. You knew what Tolu Smith was coming in, and he hasn't been able to to get in there for a sustained amount of time. They need to get healthy, and for him to get to the tournament, they're going to have to be healthy across the board for the guys that play a lot of minutes. You know what I might actually try to get him? Is a Lakers NBA championship? Well, that would be for me and him both. But I might try to get him a time machine to go back in time and convince DJ Stewart not to go pro. Yeah. Because this team looks a lot different with DJ Stewart, I think. Probably so, yeah. I mean... You know, a that's bit. a big piece. I mean, that that's a guy that's... That's 16, 17 points a game. Yeah. It's just so crowded. Like I, It I, is crowded. I don't know how you get these players' minutes, how you keep everybody happy, how you... that That's kind of what the, the deal, whenever you kind of make a deal with the devil, when you hit the transfer portal hard. You got a lot of players to please and not a lot of minutes. Well, I think if, you, if Stewart had stayed... You, maybe you don't pursue either Shaquille Moore or Rocket Watts as hard as you did. Yeah, because you feel like you, you got still that haven't guy. got you know you still haven't solidified your point guard right spot. I mean, the, the, I thought the goal was kind of to get Iverson off the ball some more. Yeah, I did too, but that hasn't happened. All right, let's take a, let's go to the uh, the rest of these guys. We'll do that after this uh, commercial break here. Let's move on into that. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. I just talked to a, a good friend of mine. She was tell, she was asking. She's like. You've been talking about it, prime rib or beef tenderloin. What should I do for Christmas dinner? I said, I, I went with prime rib. I just, I, You just can't beat that for me. I, I, that, for me, that's a little bit better. I'm telling you, that's a Christmas dinner that your family will never forget when you put a big prime rib or a beef tenderloin out there on the Christmas Day uh, feast. So, you know, Santa wants to remind you, Mississippi beef providers, 15,000 of them here in our state, doing nearly a half billion dollars worth of agriculture business. Give them a Merry Christmas next time you're at the grocery store. Buy your beef, buy local beef, and buy beef because it's what's for Christmas dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Merry Christmas to you when you're enjoying some smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. I don't have to tell you, you already know, it's just one of the best places in town and one of the best places in the SEC. When people come into town, they say, I, I, it, without fail, I always get a text, hey, where should I eat? People tweet Robbie and I all the time, hey, coming to Starkville, where should we go? Two Brothers is always, always on our list. Check them out if you haven't already, but most, I would imagine most of our listening audience has, and they know we're telling the truth. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Doesn't get any easier than this when it comes to Advantage Business Systems. Great products and great service. That's the cornerstone of every business, and it's easily the cornerstone of the philosophy of Advantage Business Systems. Every product you need for your business is available through Advantage Business Systems. Printers, copiers, computers, software, anything you're looking for, they've got it. And then when the sale is made, they don't just pawn you off to the 1-800 number to a call center overseas, and they'll tell you, hey, we'll try to get out there next week if we can. No, it's Here's our number. You call us if you have any problems. We'll be there as quick as we can to fix it. That's the kind of service you get with Advantage Business Systems. Call them today and find out what they can do for you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I don't know a lot about this guy. You know a lot more about him than I do, so you'll have to do the shopping for Doug Novak. What will we get him? It's kind of like Ben Howland, some health for these players. Yeah. 
He, that that's something that just you can tell is just kind of eating at him mm-hmm. that these players just can't stay healthy. <laughs> he actually, you know, he's been one of those he's kind of a dry-witted guy. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't crack a whole lot of jokes. He seems to be quite serious most of the time. Mm-hmm. But the other day he actually got me cackling a little bit mm-hmm. <clears throat> when he was talking about the health and lack thereof of his team. <laughs> he said his 8-year-old daughter Mm-hmm. Came up to him one day and said, Dad, have you ever experienced anything like this? Talking about the depth. Yeah. And he just kind of sat there for a little bit and looked at her and said, Not really. Shouldn't you be watching Barney or something? <laughs> like, th- his daughter recognizes that things are kind of rough for Mississippi State right now. You know, yeah. you got both uh, two of the Hayes sisters um, have been out for the last couple of games, and the other one got hurt uh, on Monday night, mm-hmm. and we were covering that game. Uh, Mia Moore, a freshman, hasn't played this year. She's out. Um, it, Anastasia Hayes got hit in the head with a ball that came off the – I think somebody was throwing it back or a ball came off the rim or something. Gave her a concussion. Oh, gosh. And, and a pregame warm-up against UT Martin. So uh, it's just – you know, Ja'Kayla Jordan got poked in the eye, had to come out of the game today. It's just one thing after another. And you had two freshmen that transferred before the season even started. I don't even know – really know the reasoning behind that when they could have played this year. But that's kind of where things are for Mississippi State right now. They have very little depth. And that's not something that was really a concern coming in at, at the guard position, but that's where things are right now for Mississippi State. So I would give him a roster full of players that could all come in the ball game throughout the ball game, and they could run full court press. They could do what they want to do defensively and do their thing. I think that's a big thing for Mississippi State right now is, you know, they're kind of supplementing some deficiencies that they have rebounding mm-hmm. with just some extra effort. Mm-hmm. We saw that the last two days, and I know it was Jackson State and South Carolina State, whatever, but um, you know, Jackson State was a much bigger team than Mississippi State, and they out rebounded Jackson State by eighteen, I think. So uh, you can supplement the size differential at times with just working harder than the other team. If Mississippi State had 15 players that they could put out there and rotate and run a full-court press and just kind of yeah. run people to death, that'd be great. What do you get the man that has everything? What are we going to give Chris Limonis? I, give, I, I, I think he needs a starting rotation that he can really count on. He needs Landon Sims to develop a third pitch. Yeah, more than anything else, a dominant third pitch. I think more. I think more than that is he needs a. It's just a a, a shutdown Sunday starter. Yeah, a guy that you feel like because how difficult was it every week to come into that game and just think you don't know. You know, you got to. It's gonna have to piece well, it together. You think about that team last year. If they could have known every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they were getting five to six innings out of their starter. They might not have lost a game. I mean, this was crazy. They won a national championship, and you never had Until all Bednar three guys. Yeah. Bednar turned it on at the end, but he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't just McLeod was good early, but he 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 dropped off, and then you never Sunday, got it from Eric Sarantola. You know, got nothing from Sarantola. Then you got Fristo, but he started to tail off, and then Harding came in and sort of it solidified things for you. I mean, even into the last series, you were wondering, what's Mississippi State going to do? I mean, yeah. Christian McLeod did nothing mm-hmm. in that first game, yeah. and you lost. And you're thinking, God, I mean, 
Bednar, you feel good about him, but what are you going to do? Yeah, and to get to get to him, you mm-hmm. know, people were wanting to start Bednar in game two. Yeah, on like three days rest. So three starters <clears throat> that you can rely on for a combined eighteen innings a weekend. That would do it. <laughs> you went, you're, you're talking about winning the national title. Yeah, I mean because your your lineup you feel like is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. If not not early, then it's going to be really good by the end of the year. And you feel like the bullpen, you'll have pieces there. Mm-hmm. It's the starters for me. I, I want to see who emerges as starters. There's some there's some guys that you feel good about, but you just haven't seen them, just like going into last year. So then for Landon Sims, the San need to bring him a changeup? Yeah. That's the pitch? Something I think so. speed, yeah. Yeah, a little something. I mean, imagine seeing – you know the fastball and the slider, mm-hmm. how how that is, and then just coming in there with a changeup and just completely sending somebody out of their cleats. I mean, yeah, it, 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 the way he throws ninety five, ninety six, which I mean, I imagine if he, he's a starter, right, that's probably going to drop down a little bit to ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, but then if yeah, he's coming in there with you know seventy seven, some eighty, eighty one, something like that. That's gonna it's gonna keep people hitters off balance. That that's for sure. What about Logan Tanner. You know what I'm going to give Logan Tanner? Some swag. Yeah, he needs it. Because I feel like he has a ton of swag, but I want him to have a crap ton of swag. I want him to be the swaggiest of all swags. Yeah, we need a lot of petty Logan Tanner this year. Petty Logan Tanner is my favorite guy. Like when the some of my favorite is when the ball hits the mitt and he immediately stands up and throws. Yeah, it to third he doesn't base. wait on the on the call. He's, I know it's a strike. Yeah, just throws it down. I mean that is just that's incredible. I want more throws from the knees to get guys this year. I want more one handed home runs like he had in the College World Series where he's just basically pushing it out. I want more of that. I think he's going to be next level this year. I expect him to be one of the top players in the country. I mean, last year he was just kind of, you know, he was just kind of going on talent. But yeah. by the end of the year, I mean, he was. There's some. There's some mock really drafts good. that had him as the first pick. Yeah, I mean, he's got all the potential. Yeah, I mean, he he's he's kind of, you know, that prototypical mm-hmm. guy in the in the league that's there for a long time at, behind the plate, guy that you know for a fact you can count on receiving and and getting guys out at yeah. you know trying to steal. What does Robbie Falk need for Christmas? From a MSU media standpoint, a few days off, <laughs> little little Christmas vacation. You're about yeah. to get that. Yeah. Well, after tomorrow, I won't be covering any more games for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I still got to put together like three or four days worth of papers. Oh gosh, I don't. Yeah, I have one show tomorrow, and then I'm done until uh, after Christmas. Um, what does Brian Haydad need? What 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 would Santa bring me? A heart. It's not black. <laughs> Why? I feel like I've been more positive this year. Have you? Yeah. Wow. I stayed on the Will. I said with Will Rogers the whole time. I was like, look, yeah, you know, we're, we're we're expecting too much of this kid. He's going to get better. As that the was an upgrade progresses. from last year when you said he's not SEC I did. material. I did. I mean, exactly. I was more positive this year. Yeah. Well, that's what happens whenever I come in the room and I balance things out a little bit. Hold on. Hold on. Now, are you going to tell me? That you bring more positivity to this show than Joel Coleman did. No, I I'm not saying that I bring positivity. I I balance you out. Okay. I give you a different kind of perspective. Okay. So that you 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 and Joel were yin and yang. He was Mister Positivity, and you were Mister Negativity. Mm-hmm. But I come in, and I give you a little bit of different perspective. Mm-hmm. But I can also kind of level with you on some things. Yeah. And it balances you out 
to the point where you're not so negative. Okay, I see what you're saying. And see what happens whenever I leave? Yeah. What happened on uh, on, on Monday? I relapsed. Exactly. You need me. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Neat. All right. Well, this uh, this upcoming year for Santa, for you guys, we, we've got another year of Thunder and Lightning coming your way. Of course, we've got some more shows to do this year as well. Uh, so we will be off um, the rest of the week, and then we'll be back Sunday, December the 26th, and then we'll have shows all the way through uh, for New Year's. When are you going to Memphis? The day of? 28th. The day of? Yeah. All right, so I will do a pod after the game for the 29th by myself. So better hope stay wins or I'm going to crush them, Robbie. Oh, are you too good to talk to me after the game? I mean, I can if, if you if you can do that. What's well, the, what's, I did it after what? the I did it after the uh, College World Series games. Yeah, that's where you got back to your hotel room, though. No, right? I didn't. I did it in the uh, radio booth. Okay, but that's at TD Ameritrade now, Charles Schwab Park. Yes, uh, but that the Wi-Fi there, great. What's the Wi-Fi like at the Liberty Bowl? It was okay last right. time. We'll see. We'll see but what happens. I, I don't know what my yeah. It's the the press box is entirely open in there. There's like no yeah. There's not many booths yeah in there exactly. To, we'll we'll, we'll see what up. happens. If you can join me, great. If not, I'm so just disappointed you're not coming. I don't. I, I, I mean, don't. we could enjoy some good barbecue, some good friendship. Eh. Stone. I haven't you're been to road on. So you're quitting on the. Table. I haven't been to a road game all year. You're quitting on the team. Okay, that's that. You're I, too good. Wouldn't I have to start? I haven't been to a road game. This isn't like I went to this all the road games. This isn't a regular road game. This is a bowl game. I didn't go to a bowl game last year. You can reward yourself for the season nah. that we've nah, had here. I'm not going. So, right, too guys, good for Memphis. That's. I used to live in Memphis. Exactly. So how was I too good so for why, it? I don't understand why I've you're been too there good many for times. It. My my oldest daughter was born there. Well, now you're too good for okay. it. Okay. Well, now now you've just gone too far. No, I haven't. So, all right. You guys have a Merry Christmas. Did you get in over 30 minutes of the show? Yes, yes, okay. we did. And uh, you guys have a Merry Christmas. We'll be back with you very soon. Uh, I'll talk to you again. Again, if you're traveling for the holidays, please be safe. And we'll talk to you again uh, after Christmas Day. For Robbie Falk, also known as the Grinch, uh-huh. I'm Brian Adad. With my bowl full of jelly over here. Yeah. Talk to you guys very soon. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.